0: I'm Rob Skinner, and this is the Rob Skinner Podcast. In this episode, I talk to Kevin Liu, Felipe Morias, and Ed Mejia, who I've been working alongside with at the University of Arizona. They share about their experience on campus in the fall of 2022 and what the Ministry Incubator is all about. All this and more on the Rob Skinner Podcast. <music> Welcome back to the Rob Skinner podcast. My goal is to inspire you to live a no regrets life, make this life count, and multiply disciples, leaders, and churches. Well, it's great to be back here on the program. And tonight I'm really excited because I've got some of the guys that I feel the closest to in in the kingdom and in my church. And that is the guys that I've worked with this past semester on campus. Kevin Liu, who leads a campus ministry at the University of Arizona. Hey, Kevin. Hey, (laughs) Rob. Felipe Marias, Howdy. And Ed Mejia. Hello. (laughs) And so I wanted to get together with with these guys because there's been some questions about the Ministry Incubator Program. And something I really wanted to do was try to focus on the process, focus on working together with, with young men and helping them to rise up so that we could build a great campus ministry. But not only that, but they could get trained so that they could go on, lead other campus ministries, churches, church planting, start their own churches domestically or around the world. And do it in a way that would be fun and where you're working together with other people. There's a camaraderie. There's an esprit de corps that comes with it. And so I want to start, start off this interview, this conversation with these four guys by asking each one of you to introduce yourself. And how did you guys end up in Tucson?
1: Uh, I'll go first. All right, Kevin. Um, my name is Kevin Liu. And my wife and I, we were in China. We were serving on the mission field. Then uh, I was refused entry. Then we had to move back to America. And um, I just uh, I took a pause in my career. So I didn't really have any um, career to speak of. So I was working. I was just doing manual labor at Amazon and listening to the Rob Skinner Podcast. Uh, it just it just motivated me, reminded me, like kept my dream alive. And then when I heard uh, that uh, you guys needed help on campus, when I heard that you guys were planting a church in the middle of COVID in Flagstaff, I was like, things are happening there. And uh, I just decided to move there. And once I made that decision, I, I got a job on, on campus, uh, the Lord provided.
0: That's awesome.
1: My
2: name is Felipe Morais, and uh, I moved here from Philadelphia a little over two years ago. I was doing a ministry there with the youth and family ministry under Audi Monday and Bethany Monday. And that was a great time. Did that for two years. And I, in that time I discovered a passion in myself to, I really wanted to be able to go anywhere and start something, start a ministry, start a church. Leader ministry, whatever it is. And uh, a family friend of mine in Brazil, Alcides, also last name Morais, <laughs> goes way back with my dad and he recommended a book. At that time, it was called Zero to 100, mm-hmm. a Church Planter's Guide, and written by Rob Skinner. So he he gave it to me, he recommended it, said, read this, if it fires you up, and doesn't scare you away, then it's probably a good idea to maybe move to Arizona and learn from Rob, keep pursuing ministry. So I read it. I was definitely intimidated, but also inspired and reading those stories really, um, just made the dream. It fueled the passion inside of me. So right. I reached out to Rob and ended up moving here. Um, I think it was in the spring of no summer of 2020. And have been here ever since it's
3: been an awesome journey
0: yeah it's been great to have you
3: this is ed so i was living in north carolina about two years ago and uh, a crossroads in my life and looking for um just the next adventure and uh, i was working with my father in construction and listening to your podcast um and i was just inspired and just encourage. And at the time, I also applied to the one year challenge. And I think you guys were planting the church in Flagstaff. So I decided to apply. And then I think that's how you contacted mm-hmm. me originally. Mm-hmm. And we talked shortly over the phone and came to Tucson to visit. And I remember we took a trip to Flagstaff with a group of guys, <laughs> had so much fun in the snow, so the winter. It was January, <laughs> and uh, I loved that time, and then um, I, the time I was applying to other jobs here, uh, seeing if God will open doors, and the next that same week, while I was visiting, I had an interview, and then they offered me the job um, that next week, wow. so uh, yeah, just got open doors for me here, a uh, great place to live to, and uh, I moved across the country, just, you know a few things in my car, and that was um, March of 2021, so Mm. almost two years ago.
0: That's awesome. It's been great to have all you guys. Now, Kevin, you've spearheaded the work on campus, and you've been working on campus. Last year, you worked um, under Kelsey Han, who's since gone back to China, but this year, you've been in charge. What was your strategy going into this fall on campus? Like, what was your mindset? Uh,
1: I think my mindset was to meet as many people as possible (laughs) and to be as bold as possible Mm. and to not overcomplicate things. I heard, I remember meeting up with Kyle Plum and he said at WDS, Kevin, I don't understand why they're having all these classes for campus ministry. It's not rocket science. You just got to share your faith. And then like, that just simplified it for me, and I was like, because mm-hmm. beca- because the year before I was trying to do China ministry, in which you know you're more indirect, you're trying to build a relationship first, you're you're pretty you doing trying to build a community, you're trying to build I think all that is good, but uh, in terms of the volume of people that you need to meet to um, be successful in American ministry, it just wasn't cutting it. So I just was like, I don't need to, like, come up with a special program, a special, like, tactic, a special anything. I just need to go and cold contact share. And I was met that way. Right. I don't know how, you, like, mm-hmm. you know, you, you guys were met, but I was met that way. And uh, so we just tabled, we handed out free stuff, and we just try to meet and talk to as many people as possible. Mm. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. What, what did you start with? Like what, what, what was the hand that you were dealt at the beginning of the semester and how did it end up? Can you give like a quick overview of the, of the semester?
1: Yeah, we had some people graduate or move on to other places. So we had three returnees, three students on campus who were returning uh, this semester. And then we had uh, three freshmen kingdom kids move in. uh, And that's what we started with.
0: Okay. And how did it end?
1: Uh, we had three baptisms, and so we ended up with nine students at the end of the semester.
0: Okay, so you tripled in size this semester, and in terms of baptisms, you you doubled what you started with. You went from three to six. That's that's amazing. So you ended up with nine. Now, let, let's talk a little bit about Ed. I want to ask you the question: Why did you choose to help out on campus? You're working at you have a job as an engineer, mm-hmm. and <laughs> we had a talk and you're like, "Hey, you know, I want to help out on campus." You came here thinking and told me, "I want to help out on campus." Now, you're in your you're in your 30s and I was like, "You've got an engineering job." And I was really hesitant about that because you had a great job. And I'm like, "This guy wants to let go of that and work on campus. Can you talk a little bit about that? Why why did you choose to do that?"
3: Yeah, it was um definitely a, a difficult decision, but um for me, the reason I did that was because I, you know, I'm single. Um, I'm out of debt. I, I I feel like I had a lot more to give uh, mm-hmm. than just uh, a job. Um, and I just felt like my time would be more better well spent mm-hmm. on campus. Just, you know, and I met. Uh, I talked to Kevin, talked to Erica and and then I talked to Felipe and they just encouraged me to do it and um I mean it it was it was so worth it. I I feel like giving up a job um that you know pays well and 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 that is you know it's a great career but at the end I just I just thought about what would God want me to do. What mm-hmm. is Got more concerned about because in my job, my office there's only four or five people there that I see on a daily basis. So, hey, you know, I can meet a whole lot more people <laughs> on campus yeah. and share my life with these guys and learn from you and, yeah. and from them.
1: Okay, can I chime in real quick? Go ahead. Okay, I I think uh, I want to just point out uh, Ed didn't start like the camp the semester didn't start off with yeah. Ed yeah at first. But I remember this time when Ed's eyes lit up. It was the first Sunday where we had like, I think it was like 18 visitors. It was like three times the number of students as right. visitors. Where I just see like, Ed like pacing, like to talk to them and then like pacing to talk to my wife, like, oh, like, oh man, I wanna like help these people. <laughs> and I think, um, yeah, I just was like, okay, like this lit up a fire. Yeah. Night, right.
3: Yeah, the reason why, I think it was because I was converted on campus, you know, and I know how exciting that is, you know, to be a disciple on campus, and it just, yeah, you're right, Kevin, I was, I was really excited.
0: The thing that kind of, you know, I remember talking to you, and you said, hey, I want to work on campus, and I, I remember, you know, kind of going, are you sure about that, and I remember you're like, hey, you're kind of hurting my feelings here, Rob, because I really want to do this, and and. I was worried you know about your career, but you're like, Hey, this is really what I want to do and I think mm-hmm. that um it was just so interesting because i I thought I was being too protective you you were really like, Hey, I want to serve God in this way, and it's so funny, Ed because you got on campus and it was like a fish fish back in water, mm-hmm. yeah I remember going sharing sharing with you the first time, and I'm like. This guy's amazing. I mean, he's just like a natural. And you're you're a fairly soft-spoken guy. Yeah. But cool. just being out there, I mean, you're bold and just talking to people. It was it was awesome. It just really taught me a lesson, you know. Mm-hmm. Let let people do what God calls them to do and try not to overthink it. So, mm-hmm. Felipe, you just became a nurse. Why why did you serve in the campus ministry this fall?
2: Yeah. Unlike Ed, I did, uh, I was married, not single, and still have debt, so quite a different <laughs> situation. A <laughs> Little bit, um, you know, different stakes in that situation, but I moved here in 2020, and I felt like I instantly got really busy. I wanted to go back to school for nursing, and I, I had, basically that fall I had free, so I was able to help on campus. Don Munson was leading the campus ministry, helped him out. But then once it got into November of 2020, I started taking courses to prepare for my nursing program and just felt like swamped. Mm. Just got super busy. I was pursuing and uh, building our relationship. And it became increasingly harder to juggle everything. And I felt like I just kind of went on a slow taper Mm. of what I was able to handle doing ministry, until I had to take a step back from it completely just before I graduated. So the whole time here, being here for about a year and a half, two years at that point, I felt like, wow, okay, I have learned a lot. I've made awesome memories. We've helped people become Christians. I've gotten to serve in different capacities, but I haven't had undivided, Mm -hmm. fully focused time walking with you rob and helping to build the ministry and so i just felt like i'm not going to regret making this oh, decision looking back this is what i moved here for right and this is like an op- a golden opportunity that i just felt like i needed to seize mm. and that's part of what me and ed talked about too as mm-hmm. we were making the decision uh ed we were just talking like wow rob's really trying to build up the campus ministry you know he's asking me ed others to join in and help out and i think i told you ed like looking back we're not going to regret making th- yes. this decision and yeah that's exactly how i feel looking back yeah no, i mean no do you guys regrets. have any
0: regrets making this decision absolutely not no i mean you could have gone and become a nurse already mm-hmm. and have been er- earning a salary and yeah. any thoughts on that would no you, would i you mean do it again
3: uh, no i Absolutely, yeah. It's been amazing. so much fun. I think... I, I mean, when I talked to Felipe and he told me that you were going to ask me <laughs> to help on campus and possibly quit my job, I was like, yes. I'm ready. Let's go.
0: <laughs> what, what, what were some of the highlights this fall for you guys? Definitely tabling. I just felt like... Was that a highlight or a low light?
1: <laughs> no, it was, a, it was a highlight for me because it really... Uh, I mean, there were there were times of low lights, but I just felt like it opened my eyes to um, people who are open, like like there are way more people that are open out there than I thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even if they're not like immediately willing to study the Bible, like I just even in the moments of talking to them, I realize, man, this person could become a disciple if we. Just had more influence in this person's life. And I just, I just, I, I, when I felt, I felt like I talked to everyone, I felt like everyone is open. Yeah. To some degree. Right. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: yeah. What about you guys? Felipe?
2: I think that was definitely a big highlight. I mean, we met several people who became Christians through tabling mm-hmm. or other cold contact sharing activities. Um, I think we're, we're all then baptized. From that,
1: one of them was met just cold contact.
0: Yeah, Hudson. And then um, the other one. Stephen was, just, was tabling. Yes, yeah. Tabling, and then one was uh, someone who'd been studying the Bible somewhere else. Oh, right? that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Right.
2: Yep. Yeah. But it was uh, it was awesome to see fruit from that. Definitely a huge highlight. And I just talking about that first campus service, right? First ser- service of the semester. You felt the energy yeah you felt you know it was like the Mm. air was like vibrating right and people were looking out
3: around like wide-eyed like whoa yeah
2: (laughs) this can happen
3: yeah it was fun i mean just tabling um sharing with hundreds of people i mean you realize that like you say kevin ministry is just sharing with as many as possible (laughs) finding that one person that is open that's right and it just takes hard work and it, it, but it's so worth it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I feel like, man, yeah. it was worth it for this yeah. those three guys who got baptized this, mm-hmm. this semester. Absolutely. Uh, can I, I chime I, in? Yeah, go ahead. Just
2: another highlight, I think, was being able to do that all together. Yeah. yeah. You know, mm-hmm. in a ministry this small, and, uh, you know, we just don't run into disciples all the time on campus. So it, a lot of the work, we, we put in a lot of the work. Right. But... We had each other to, egg each other on. Right. Kevin had just crazy tabling ideas. <laughs> what would you do for a Klondike bar?
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: we were shouting right. at the top right. of our lungs. Uh, but it was really awesome to have that partnership.
0: I I think that was so awesome. I, I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, in the past I've i I've, I've had a, I'll have a campus leader or student leader, and I'll disciple that person, but kind of work remotely. And this, this semester I decided okay, I'm gonna change that. I'm gonna work on campus at least four days a week and work team up, you know, be be a participant. I'm not gonna lead it, quote unquote, but I'm gonna be part of the team sharing my faith. And it's it was the funnest semester I've had mm-hmm. in years. I mean, mm-hmm. just because just to be together with you guys. I mean, it's just so much fun, so many because the memories we share. All together, and they weren't always good memories, but they're we made memories, you know. Like, you know, there were times I thought, Oh my gosh, we are sharing with so many people. Well, let's find some open people out here you know. But I, I think the highlight for me was like when Ed and I were sharing, one of the sharing with him, like that Ed is really good at this. And 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 I walked up to a guy at a, at, a, at a bench and hey, would you like to come to church? He said, Yeah, I would like to come to church. And we had a good talk. And Hudson, that was September 9th of this year. Studied wow. the, we studied the Bible with him together. And he became a Christian a few weeks ago. And that was super encouraging for me because it was like, man, is anyone open out here? You know, there's mm-hmm. times you have those thoughts like, mm-hmm. Lord, throw me a bone <laughs> here. You know, give me something open. Man. I think another highlight for me was, Felipe, you you said, hey, let's go sharing on Halloween and pass out candy on Halloween. And to be honest with you, I was like, I don't want to. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't want to. I want to take, I want to, it was on a Monday. And I, <laughs> I want to take Monday off. I'm worn out. But because you asked, I'm like, I can't really say no to sharing. And so we went out there, we, we shared with like 400 people. Oh, yeah. We had like 400 mm-hmm. pieces of candy. We just going crazy. And it just didn't seem like anyone was open at No. All. Except there was this one girl that we met Mm -hmm. named Caitlin, and she was wearing a Brazilian jersey. And I said, hey, we got some Brazilians in our church. Would you like to come? And she said, I'd like to, but I work on Sunday. And then we bumped into her again, same day, got her number. And I said, I'm going to have someone from our church follow up with you. And she did. And so a month later, she came to church and has been coming for the past three weeks with her mom mm-hmm. and, wow. you know, checked on the box. I want to join this church. Oh, that's so, awesome. You know, this, that's a highlight yeah. for me because I go. Huge highlight. October it's exciting. 31st. <laughs> I, I know it. that's right. I mean, just that, that's a super, super encouraging thing. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about what are some of the challenges of this last semester? Like, what are some of the things we go, Whoo that was, that was, that was pretty challenging or surprising.
2: Bearing through the heat of the summer. Yeah. Oh, boy. That heat out there was serious, and we were just under that sun, under that tent, baking in the heat. I know. For about
3: three months.
0: August August 15th through September 15th in Tucson, it's just, it's murder. Yeah. It's just hot. Whew. I agree. It was, it was-
3: yeah. I think it was, the challenging part was, yeah, I mean, you had to get out there. You, you know, you had to get out of the house, go out on campus, and, and just share. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to do it, like you say. Right? Like, you just gotta push yourself and put yourself <laughs> on, on campus.
0: It, it's so funny to say because you're a minister, you know. But you're
3: like, I don't want to go. <laughs> <laughs> you know those conversations. you had like, I don't. I can't share today. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it's so worth it. Once you get up out right. there, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. you know push through that first hesitation. Um, it's it's awesome. Yeah, I think that was the hardest part. The cha- most challenging uh, part
2: mm-hmm
3: yeah I think persevering mm-hmm.
1: um, I I think you know when we had a lot of people come to church at first you think all of them are gonna make it right but I think just that's uh, some people are just not gonna choose to choose God over their careers some right. people are just gonna choose not to repent yeah and that's just the reality and I think you just got to persevere through it, and once you do, and you have fruit, um, it's so refreshing. Like when you, like Stefan when he got baptized, he just wants to share it with his friends. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. and you realize uh, this is how it works: mm-hmm. right? is you you uh, make a disciple, who can make a disciple, who's going to make a disciple. Mm-hmm but you got to just find those. You got to just persevere
0: and, and find the people that will respond to the gospel. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Especially when you're starting at the beginning. Yeah. I think it's, it's been compared to like a rocket getting off the pad. It takes so much energy to escape gravity. I mean, it just takes all that thrusting. It takes boosters. And then when it escape, once the it escapes gravity, it doesn't take a lot of energy to maintain the speed, mm-hmm. but that's how it felt this semester on campus, starting with three students coming out of COVID. I mean, it was, you know, depleted to say the least. And I think everyone in this group, I think we felt the need, like we got to, we got to start here from ground zero and it's got to start with our example. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. You know, and speaking of, uh, if I can kind of cut back to the highlights, you the rocket ship example reminded me, you know, at the end of the semester, we had a friends giving that the student planned, or rather like like one of our interns helped, but it was like mainly I didn't do anything. I just brought some, my wife brought some food. Um, but I just showed up. And there were more friends than disciples. Hmm. And I don't, I didn't try very hard to inviting anybody. It was mainly the students uh, that just invited their friends and roommates. Hmm. Uh, and it just felt like, okay, this rocket is is in the air.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's that was a good feeling. Just seeing mm-hmm. the students start to catch a vision. I, Ed, do you want to talk about some more highlights?
3: Yeah, I think coming out of the, um, you know, engineering uh, engineering career and, and into campus ministry, it, you know, it's a big it's a big change, right? shift from working a part time job and. I think being on campus has been, being with these guys has been really, really fun, Uh, just because, I mean, we're doing things together, Mm -hmm. you know, we are talking, we're praying, we're sharing scriptures together, we're discipling each other, helping one another, and I mean, that's so valuable. Mm. You can't put price to that, you know, I feel like that was one of the big highlights for me, just working on campus with you guys, just mm-hmm. being able to get trained to learn for you guys to learn that ministry is hard <laughs> and what it takes yeah. to, to do it. Yeah. Um,
0: I mean, it was so much fun. We've been in so many
3: Bible studies together mm,
0: this semester. Yeah. I mean, just like probably a hundred, I would think mm-hmm. between us. I mean, we've spent so many hours together which is kind of what I had hoped for. And it, and it happened, in, you know, just like, wow, in abundance. We were we were together a lot. And mm-hmm. another thing that I thought was really awesome is there were times where I would get stuck with a particular st- student that we were studying the Bible with. And, and Kevin, you'd, you'd you'd meet with him and then all of a sudden take him to the next level. Mm-hmm. And I felt like there was a lot of give mm-hmm. and take. I felt like we helped each other out.
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah, I felt like vice versa. I, I felt stuck at times and then... Um, I get a text like, Hey, I I'm, I'm looking to get baptized. And then I, I was like, Whoa, what happened? And he's like, Oh yeah, I met with Felipe and Rob. And it was just, it was just like, the teamwork is so awesome. And I think, mm. um, Ed, like there are times where you would just open your Bible and be like, Hey bro, this is what I learned in my quiet time. And then, and then I would look at the same scripture and I'd be like, Hey, have you noticed this about the scripture? that you're sharing with me. And we would just start like like having new insights. We'd be praying together for people. Mm-hmm. And then there, I really felt like an iron sharpening iron relationship yeah. with you. At one time, you're like, bro, Kevin, I, I see that you're super giving on campus, but I think you need to be more loving to your family, to your wife and your kids. Oh, I was like, wow, all right, Ouch. bro, I'll take it. Amen. <laughs> I think you're right. Um, it just felt like real discipleship. It felt like this is what it, how it was designed with jesus and, the, and his guys yeah. walking together daily mm-hmm. and it was awesome
0: yeah well what what are your dreams going forward what do, you guys came here with a dream to to serve god and advance his kingdom what do you plan on doing in the future mm-hmm. why don't we start with ed
3: well my dream has always been to um do some type of ministry in latin america uh, i was born and raised in honduras and um, I, I have a heart to, to help people there, uh, whether it's planting a church in the town where I was born or just going on a mission team and help plant a church somewhere in South America or, mm-hmm. or anywhere in Latin America. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's always been a dream of mine and, and, and just serve people, serve the poor and, and do the ministry of Jesus. Wow. It'd be awesome to see you lead a church somewhere there.
0: That'd be, that'd be amazing. How about you, Felipe?
2: Ed and I kind of talked about our dreams in the future, and it's a frequent conversation topic, and I think we have both felt desires to have these big dreams like he was sharing, and something I told him was, I feel like we're in Tucson for a reason. Mm. We shouldn't leave before we discover that reason. And my, you know... Future has kind of taken a turn in a way my wife was accepted to crna school at, at, in spokane at gonzaga so we'll be moving there in january it's bittersweet obviously to leave what i have with you guys here and with the church here but i'm striving for that mindset that's still that same mindset of wherever i go i want to be able to start something yeah. i want to be able to make an impact mm-hmm. i know that i have Uh, maybe a different upbringing than most people. I've been able to develop different talents. And I I just want to be able to, I want to take that to Spokane with me, Mm -hmm. not just see it as a a pit stop along the way, but an opportunity to still pursue and fuel that dream of, okay, I'm going to go there. I'm going to preach the gospel. I'm going to help people become Christians Mm -hmm. I'm going to help start something, whatever it is, whatever I can, however way I can build up the church there is what I'm going to do. But in the long run, I definitely still have that passion of, I think what Paul says, going where the gospel hasn't been preached. Right. And um, I don't know where that will be yet, right? It's yet to be determined. I speak Portuguese, I have to work on getting fluent again, but Portugal doesn't have a church yet, so... Right. Oh my God! That's gosh. popped into my mind.
0: That'd be awesome in our
2: family of churches, at yeah. least. Yeah, as far as I know. Yeah, but that would be, that would be a dream come true. I think to have an impact like that.
0: Because when you came here, your your dream was to be a bivocational minister. Mm-hmm. You know, to mm-hmm. be self-supporting and then to to plant a church. That'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. You you could go there to, to Lisbon and plant church. You just went there on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> How was that? It's beautiful. What
2: did you, you think about it? Oh, the food's awesome. The seafood is just so fresh. <laughs> the people are nice. Yeah. The houses are all super colorful. Oh, my gosh. Pleasant weather. And lots of Brazilians there, too. Exactly. A lot of Brazilians move there.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. How about you, Kevin? What are your, what are your dreams for the future?
1: Well, my immediate dream is to um, baptize more people, to serve the poor here in Tucson for the next semester and uh, to just uh, do campus ministry, um, do more of what we've done last semester. Uh, In September, I'm going on Revive, Revive EE. And uh, Lord willing, we want to spend the rest of our lives in Muslim territory, in Turkey, with, um, with the Turkic peoples countries in the turkey people so that's turkey azerbaijan Turkmenistan, uh, countries on that like with the Turkic peoples uh i think when i thought about like there's a there's a website that raids countries by persecution level when i first thought of turkey i go it's on the persecution level is lower than china so i was like oh this is going to be easy Like, but recently I started uh, learning more about it, reading books, talking to missionaries that are already there. And I realized this is going to be immensely difficult Mm. Uh, on top of how it's a different culture that I'm not familiar with. I can't just I don't speak the language. But um, I think as I learned more about it, I, I just began to have a really deep compassion with the suffering of the people. Uh, in their spiritual state over there and um, the difficulty level of it has even given me a greater zeal and fire for okay nobody really that I know has a dream for these people and it has to be done Um, now I don't like I don't know if I'm up for the task but I just I just have a dream I just have a dream that these people that no one really cares about or thinks about uh, that uh, that I know of, um, is you know they need to be they need to be rescued in their spiritual state, in in this life and for the next
0: life. So right. that's right. It's exciting to me to think about you guys going off to different mission sites, whether it's Gonzaga, Spokane, Latin America, or Turkey. I go that that's that that fires me up because I remember as a young Christian, so many of the people on campus that I was converted at, at UC Berkeley, we went overseas. Uh, We went not only overseas, but I ended up going and planning a church in Oregon. But so many of my friends went to Japan, the Philippines, Thailand, um, all, all over Asia. And it just kind of left an imprint in my mind of how campus ministry should be, where there's a mission passion for God. There's like, I want to do something big for God with my life. And this semester's really rekindled that. It's really, you know, on a very small scale, but I think at the Nucleus in the leadership, there's been a real passion, like, hey, we wanna do something. And it's been something that's been united. And that's what's been, I really appreciate about you guys is, there's a shared spirit of like, let's do something great for God. Yeah. And mm-hmm. let's let's work together. And let's encourage each other because it can be really discouraging at times. And let's just face it. I mean, there's times you just go, oh my gosh, Lord, you know, help me. And I think having each other has made it great. And I, I felt that. I felt like we need more support on campus. We've got to work together because it can be very discouraging. And I think people who have talent and have ability, I think they've dropped out because it's just so lonely. They don't have friends. They don't have people walking with them. And I think that, um, this semester show me it, it can be different. Mm-hmm. It can be really encouraging. It doesn't mean you're perfect. It doesn't mean it's, you know we have don't have room to grow, but at least you can grow while being encouraged and have friends. Mm-hmm. So let's just talk about this next semester for Ed, you're still gonna still going be here and Kevin, knowing what you know now, what do you want to do differently? What would you like to improve? What do you look forward to changing? to seeing even more fruitfulness, even more closeness to God going into this next semester?
1: I think relationship building, kind of evangelism, on top of cold contact evangelism, the first two weeks of school involving the students. Right. That's a long sentence. But uh, (laughs) practically speaking, what that would look like is um, student-led events every night, or at least like three nights out of the the five right first two weeks of school that they can invite anybody to we can invite anybody to we can invite people that we just met to mm mm-hmm. um, that's one thing on top of tabling on top of cold contact sharing mm-hmm. and I think for me and Ed uh, more times spent in the gym with people playing ball mm-hmm. just like um, like I think more cold contact, and more relationship, just like more of everything. Right, right. And um, also more serving the poor. At the end of the last semester, we kind of uh, hit upon something where we, we did a coat drive, a jacket drive for the homeless. And I think it was received well by the campus, as in like by the students, non-disciple students by the disciple students and just by the church by everybody like it was like you can't go wrong with serving the poor right and that's that's a great way to spend more time with non-christians call them to do something out of themselves they people know they're privileged right there's so much money um you know here i feel like so many people on scholarships here Mm Uh, so many people with just growing up knowing that they're privileged Hmm. they want to Mm -hmm, do something mm -hmm. and so I think more uh, cold contact outreach I think for me uh, be more disciplined about cold contact outreach like being setting myself a goal for every day how many people I want to reach and spending a lot of time with those people that are willing to go out and serve the poor together they're willing to study the Bible they're willing to play basketball together they're willing to come out to something that the disciples organized. Hmm. And another thing is i um, having an activity where the students uh, are all in on, like we try to organize a Bible talk Bible just a traditional Bible talk. Uh, but it was just I was I think it was just us. Mm-hmm. And I want to I think it will be really effective when it's us the workers plus the students all Uh, hands in all united all on on board right um um, together so those are some of the things
3: right i think for me is um i think just evangelism Uh i need to get really close to the disciples on campus and just develop close relationships and disciple them or help them grow especially those who just got baptized and and help others Mm. just get them involved in um, in uh, evangelism, you know, sharing with hundreds of people if that's what it takes and finding that one person that is open. Um, this is not in campus, but I'm also, you know, my dream is to go to Latin America. We have a small group in our church that um, is a Spanish, and I really want to help that group too. So uh, I'm excited about that too because I feel like the campus ministry gives me energy right. to also help this group in our church right. and and get the training also with leading a Spanish yeah. my small, small Spanish group
0: exactly you've really you've really just come alive more than ever it's it's been exciting to see your energy grow mm-hmm. I, I agree with you Kevin I feel like you know and Felipe you can comment I mean. You know, even though you're not going to be here, you can share some ideas. But I think getting the student disciples more activated. I think we felt like we need to set the example and set the tone. And we can't wait for the freshmen to kind of gear up evangelistically. And I think that the second semester is going to be more like, okay, now we need to help them to go out and make friends and, you know, reach out more and take more, shoulder more of the discipleship yeah challenge i think
1: i want to comment that um i think part of it was was intentional there were some freshmen coming in they didn't know they needed they needed some adjustment period right um i think coming moving here from the east coast there would there would be some culture shock right and uh i think i'm really proud of them i think all of them got a's and b's wow Wow. that's awesome yeah if i'm not
0: that's awesome. Were yeah, you we doing their homework for them? <laughs> <laughs> I think it
1: was definitely a focus. Uh, there was definitely more than a handful of D times where it was just like focused on or talks at least of like, hey, what are you going to do right now? What are you going to do after that? And after right. that. Right. And let's pray about this extremely hard test. Mm. Uh, one of the students shared how he got like a 50 something on his first exam for, for an extremely hard class. But then ended out that class with an A. Wow! Got the next three tests, you got like ninety.
0: I think you did a good job of meeting consistently for mm-hmm. D times with the students that you're discipling. I think you really did an excellent, excellent job, and the students did great. Mm-hmm. I mean, I felt like the unity is there. I agree. Like that friends giving, you could see that there was momentum, there was maturity happening at the student level. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I think something we thought was if we're going to call people to a standard we have to set the example so we didn't shy away from going all out right and now it's i think it's okay paul did this he called people to imitate him it's a, it's okay for leaders to do that with you know church members or right. ministry members call them to imitate right your example and i think everyone really did their best this semester, I think we did our best and I think Mm -hmm. the students did their best and you only have more to build on. And I want to really lift up Kevin because your midweek lessons to the campus disciples were awesome. Always so great. And you focused on building faith. And I remember one of the next steps you gave everyone was pray for God to, for greater faith, the kind of faith like that father that said, I believe, but help help my unbelief, just pray for greater faith. And it's, I think it's awesome because you do get to see the faith of the disciples mm-hmm. growing and you see that first baptism. And for some reason at that baptism, the other guy who's studying the Bible says, I want to get baptized too. <laughs> and then the next one, the same That's thing right. happens. Right. It just snowballs, exactly. you know, in a really awesome way. So I think their faith is going to continue to grow and, Mm -hmm. yeah, just that taking that ownership is when campus ministry is just the unforgettable, Mm -hmm. the most, probably the most
0: unforgettable time of your life as a, you know, young Christian. Exactly. Kevin, you've talked about the ministry incubator. And really this, that concept is something that you came up with. And um, I thought it was a great idea. And what we see here is like, okay, these guys are moving on and, and you're moving on. You're going off to, to um, Turkey probably in, in the fall. Who would, who would be a candidate for, for this kind of a program to be, to be here? What are you looking for in a, in a couple to replace you? I think, um, I think three things. Um,
1: one is humility to receive feedback and to take it to receive training i think it's one thing to be uh, around people who are offering you training but then to actually receive that training is applying it and accepting it uh it takes a lot of humility to receive feedback and then two uh whatever it takes kind of attitude um it's like okay i don't like football but (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like if that's what it takes to, um, getting excited about football games is what it takes to relate to students. Um, like whatever, whatever I need to do, anything that I need to do, anything that I need to change, um, I, I'm willing to do it to be more effective. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, I think three, um, just a courage, a courage, a boldness to, um, not 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 think of yourself not not be self-focused mm-hmm. be be when you think about what other people are thinking of you i think that that's when you stop being bold that's when you stop sharing and um, i think you being willing to to do, put that aside and focus on other people's needs right um so i think if you have those qualities i i i think the training i think you can receive the training I don't necessarily think you need to have a ton of campus ministry experience if you have those qualities to be successful. Um, I think this the main thing about this program is you're gonna be able to walk with somebody on campus. And I think, uh, Rob, you, you're all about planting churches and multiplying leaders, disciples, and churches. And so, um, whoever comes here, you're not looking to like keep them here forever doing campus ministry. You're looking to tr- to raise them up to be evangelists and women's ministry leaders. Right. And you're you're looking to walk with them to uh, to go to, to go do that. And so I just I think that's something really special and unique.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's my hope. Is is just that. People will come and people have a dream for to make a difference for God and go plant a church, go overseas, go domestically. I don't know. There's so many things you can do for God, mm-hmm. but doing it in an environment where you're surrounded by friends, you, you're not alone and mm-hmm. you can watch other people, you can interact, you can learn from watching other people in a positive environment and start on campus, but then move on to, you know, ch- plant churches around the metropolitan area. You know, there's a lot of cities around Tucson and beyond. Southeast Arizona, all over Arizona. Let's plant churches all over the states. Let's go overseas. We can go into Mexico. I mean, and um, you've mentioned places like Uruguay or different places. I go, let's go. Let's, you know, wherever you have a dream, let's help you get the start you need so you can advance God's kingdom. I go, that that fires me up. and I think about Flagstaff planted during COVID, I go, that gives me an incredible sense of satisfaction and joy because you know, like Ed and Felipe, we went up there when it was really just nothing. It was just Mm -hmm. a few people. And now it's a flourishing church. I go, Mm -hmm. that must bring Jesus so much joy. And that makes me really happy. I go, okay, a lot of bad stuff happened in COVID, but I look at that and go, that was really good. Mm -hmm. That was a really good feeling. And now Brian and Abby are evangelists and women's ministry leader. I go, okay, that was good. That was a really good thing. And I hope we can do that and multiply that a hundred times. Mm-hmm. So guys, thank you so much for your time tonight. Thank you for all your effort on campus. It was a pleasure and an honor to to work with you this semester. And it's, it's kind of sad to, to think that it's coming to an end. Mm-hmm. Um, can't stay together forever, but I'll tell you what, this has been a really memorable fall
3: for me. So thank you. Thank you, Rob. Thank you. Thank you. That's been great.
0: I hope you're planning on going to the CLIMB Small Church Leadership Conference in Dallas, Texas, November 30th through December 3rd, 2023. It's going to be an amazing time to learn, to grow, to build relationships with other like-minded people, kingdom-minded disciples from around the world who want to grow, who want to learn, and who want to be their best for God. So I hope to see you in Dallas. Also, if you have a desire to lead, to plant, or lead a church, or you'd like to become an evangelist or women's ministry leader, I have something you should consider. I'm looking to hire for the following positions. If you want to become a church leader in the future, but you need more experience in the basics of ministry and you want someone to walk with you to show you how to do it, I'm looking for male and female interns who'll start on campus and graduate to church planting or leadership in the future. It's part of our what we call our ministry incubator program. Secondly, if you're ready to lead a campus ministry right now, I'm looking for a couple to lead the University of Arizona campus ministry. We'd like you to join us immediately, starting in January of, of 2023, and then in the fall, you will assume the leadership of the campus ministry. Now finally, if you already have ministry or church leadership experience, and you're just waiting for your shot to lead your own church, we're looking for an experienced couple of any age, to lead a church planting in the Tucson metropolitan area. All of these are paid positions. So please let me know if you or someone you know are interested in this opportunity. Email me at rob at robskinner.com. Rob at robskinner.com. Thank you for listening. If you're enjoying this podcast, I'd like to ask your help. First, hit the subscribe button. Secondly, post the episode and its link on your favorite social media site, and let your friends know about the program. Thirdly, read and review one of my books, How to Plant and Grow a Church, or Courage, How to Make This Life Count. You can find both of these on Amazon.com. Finally, email me if you have any life advice you'd like me to address, or if you have a topic or person you'd like to hear on the program. Because my goal is to inspire you to make this life count live a no regrets life, and multiply disciples, leaders, and churches. Have a great day and make this life count.